We're back for part two of our emo bands discussion. Everybody's back. Emily LeBlanc, back with us. Emily, welcome back. Thank you so much. Oh, it's a pleasure having you on. You're only 10 feet away at all times. So it's great having you back. Also with us, Olivia Peralt. Olivia, welcome back. Hey, hey. Thanks for having me again. Of course, of course. And another one of the uh, the foremost experts on emo, we got Jake Ruthier. Jake, welcome back in. Blessed. Absolutely blessed. <laughs> Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. So uh, we all have the Google Doc in front of us. So first episode, we did A through L. We're now going to do M through uh, the number, I'm sorry, the exclamation. I'm sorry, number three. We'll be doing M through number three. <laughs> uh, so anyway, without further ado, because we still have a lot of bands to get through, we'll start with Mayday Parade. So I am familiar with Mayday Parade. I know that song they did, which was the big one, Emily. It was called what? Mayday Parade. Help me out here. Big Jamie All Over? That one, yes. Yeah, I think it's Jamie All Over. Jamie All Over. That's a good song. That's a great song. Uh, I'll tee it up for everybody else on Mayday Parade, because I don't know much else about Mayday Parade, to be quite frank. <laughs> um, so I'm most familiar with early Mayday Parade, circa like 2007 to 2009, really. And then after that, I kind of fell off the train. Um, but I mean... I'll tell you, A Lesson in Romantics, just front to back, is a perfectly sad album. Like, just, here's some titles for you, Jake. Uh, Miserable at Best, Walk on Water or Drown. And the classic emo thing is, I'd hate to be you when people find out what this song is about. Like, they have long, longest song titles I've ever seen. Wow. Like, short of Fall Out Boy, maybe. That's true. Follow Boy and another band we'll be talking about in this episode had some, some pretty long uh, song titles. But uh, Olivia, any Mayday Parade memories? Um, well, Mayday Parade's definitely a band you listen to when you want to cry. So okay. let's throw on some Jamie Oliver, Miserable at Best, and or Stay, and then you'll just cry in your car alone. Wow. <laughs> Emily, Mayday Parade? Same as Same. what they said, yeah. Mayday Parade is one of those, like, not quite, like, classic, but you've heard of them. They have name recognition, Yeah, it was, I agree with Jake, it was a lot more of, like, the older Mayday Parade, and then just kind of lost, lost touch. Let me tell you what. There's some some serious middle school crushes I've had over You Be the Anchor that keeps my feet on the ground, and I'll be the (laughs) whatever the rest of the song is. That's definitely another... Unabashedly, unabashedly. Another trademark of emo music. Long, long song titles, uh, for sure. Mayday Parade, Fall Out Boy, band that will be mentioned soon, so they're redacted. Um, anyway, redacted. moving on to the main. Uh, I see an album called Can't Stop, Won't Stop. I see Black and White. I feel like the main came around a little bit later than other like big emo bands. Like 2008 was their debut, so not like you know Paramore yeah. level or Fall Out Boy level. Anybody? I, I don't really know much of the main. I definitely owned... Um, Do you listen to the New Hampshire or the Vermont? <laughs> no, but I, I definitely <laughs> own Can't Stop, Won't Stop, but I just don't really remember much about them. Yeah, the main was, like, big alongside Mayday Parade, I feel like, in the pop... Yeah, 100%. Scene. Um, like, Everything I Ask For, Girls Do What They Want. Oh, can't stop, won't stop. Those are fast. I can guarantee you Olivia's listened to the album called Forever Halloween. <laughs> um, <laughs> my two favorite things, pop punk and Halloween. So Right. So I know <laughs> Olivia's listened to that one. Um, but I agree with Emily. I really don't. I'm not too familiar with a lot of the main. Um, I've definitely heard of the band, um, which is, I can say, 
That's more than I could say for a few of the ones we'll be talking about today, but uh, or tonight, depending on when you're listening to this, or this morning for listening to this on the drive to work, or whatever people do now in the in the end times. But uh, <laughs> the main is uh, definitely one that we deserve to put on here. Who put the main on here? That was me. You? Okay. <laughs> I actually oh, interviewed yeah. the lead singer one time at Warped oh, wow. Tour. That was like an iconic moment for me. That's pretty dope. That's yeah. right. Olivia, music journalist. If you ever have any questions about that stuff, reach out. <laughs> but yeah, you should I, also I, listen to their new stuff. Like, I think Lovely Little Lonely is so good. Ooh, that's so good. That is so good. That is according to Spotify. Two of the most popular stream songs are off that album. Yes. Apparently, like Black Butterflies and Deja Vu and Don't Come Down. Mm-hmm. Two of the big ones. For the old the old songs with really good sad lyrics, if you're looking for them, is Whoever She Is, that's a really good one. And then if you're trying to really fall into your middle school crush phase, Into Your Arms is another good one. Into mm. Your Arms, 100%. Here in Your <laughs> Arms, Into Your Arms. A lot of songs about arms and emo music, that's for sure. Uh, about falling into people's arms. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, next up, we have, uh, as I called it last time, Motor City soundtrack, which is not right. <laughs> Uh, that would be the Motion City soundtrack, which... Tell me that you're all right. Yeah, if we're going to talk about, like, emo one-hit wonders, I feel like Motion City soundtrack is a qualifier there because Everything is All Right still bangs. It's an incredible song. I don't know if I could name you, without looking at their Spotify, which I'm doing right now, anything else they've ever done. Yeah, so, like, Everything is All Right. I know that one. It's classic. You'll love Everything is All Right. Um... Because it was something you you know you think you'd probably listen to it in your like seventh eighth grade and you were like the world sucks everything is terrible, and really a, a classic emo song. But like I said, I don't think I could name you anything else they've ever done. So Motion City soundtrack is a band I've accidentally seen the most in my entire lifetime. Like I, they've just gone been openers at shows that I've already seen, but they have a song called Let's Get Fucked Up and Die, which is the absolute best. Um, most emo just I don't know I don't said lyric not lyric but they're the lyrics that's the exact lyrics to the song at the chorus but mm. no it's it, I, I, I really I don't I remember Motion City soundtrack Jake you might know what they were on some Madden soundtrack I think there was I think oh, there was God. some Madden soundtrack like 2004 or some shit that had everything is alright on it and I was like, started the game, and it would be that, or like, sugar, we're going down. I'm like, oh shit, it's about to go off. I'm, I'm gonna be so oh, good man. at this. <laughs> that's, that's a Fire Madden soundtrack. Yeah, dude, it was. Oh, it's bad. Madden NFL. Uh, Madden, uh, two, uh, Madden, 03? Yeah, I think it's 03. Yeah, I think or it was. 07? No, no, it was 07, and Three Days Grace is on there, too. Oh my god. Wow. Talk oh, about a throwback. I think, we'll, I think we're gonna get to them later, right? Yeah. We'll get oh to boy! We'll, we'll get to three days, Grace. Uh, Olivia, anything to add on the Motion City soundtrack? Uh, not really. Just that you know, they were definitely around that time. Um. Okay. I, this is out of alphabetical order, so I'm just gonna hop right to Modern Baseball first. Uh, who put that on there? That wasn't me, was it? Oh um, no, that's me. Oh, thank God. Okay. Uh, sorry, there's traffic outside. If you hear a motorcycle revving and thunder. It's okay. Modern Baseball. Uh, they're like perfect midwest emo of they they have great talk sing uh all of their lyrics are the saddest shit you'll ever hear it's like uh really resentful shit and uh uh sorry there's that siren do you guys love that that's okay it happens um 
But yeah, um, they have a song, uh, Chloe, which is spelled only in um, like internet slang. It's like C one O E. Mm. Or no, but the O is an at sign or an ampersand, whatever it's an ant. No, I can't remember what it is. But it's all spelled out like that. And it's about like dating someone on Twitter. Yeah, I've I've heard of Modern Baseball. I don't know if I could pick out too many of their songs. Um, modern Baseball is definitely like old, like more modern emo because they didn't like mm-hmm. come out till later. But I still would one hundred percent call them emo with the entire like sports album with tears over beers and like the oh, yeah. stuff. <laughs> there's nothing. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing in life better than emo. Emo song titles. There really isn't. Tears over beers once again. Oh my god. Modern baseball. Hold on, because I thought. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm familiar with some of their stuff. Um, and they, they do this. They do what's really interesting, and in a lot of Midwest emo does, where they are specifically vague. Like they put like references to things in their hometown, but they're like relatable enough where it could be anyone's hometown. It's very uh, smart songwriting. Mm. Modern Baseball, check them out. We'll put a link in the podcast, except probably not. Um, Moving on to uh, a band that will probably take up a few minutes of our discussion. One of the Mount Rushmore emo bands would be My Chemical Romance, uh, the boys out of New Jersey. So what is there to say about My Chemical Romance? I mean, they are probably what comes to mind if you just ask anybody, like, think of an emo band. They're probably the first band that comes to mind. it's they have probably two of the most emo music videos I've ever seen. And while we're on the topic, I was checking out Rolling Stone's 500 greatest albums of all time list that they updated this past week. And the black parade made the list. One of the few emo albums I could point out that made that list. They love to see it. You, you, you real Olivia, you love to see it. You really do. Um, because it really is one. I, I do love three chairs for sweet revenge, which is again, one of the greatest emo album titles of all time. But is is there a more emo song title than Welcome to the Black Parade? Like, come on. It's They are the ultimate kings of emo, like hundred percent. And then they came back and they were gonna like make this huge comeback, but then COVID ruined everything. Right, which is a statement that could apply to so much else. Um, <laughs> the the Ford in me was really happy because I didn't get those yeah. tickets, so I was like, oh, now you get to go my pain. Mm. All right, we'll we'll go around the table. Emily, your favorite My Chemical Romance song? Mm, Teenagers. Teenagers, that's a good pick. I do like Teenagers. Um, uh, What about you, Jake? Oh, my God. Can you roll back to me? All right, Olivia? Definitely, I'm not okay. Okay, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, uh, I always fuck up the pronunciation. It's Helena, right? Helena or Helena? Helena. Helena. I'm just gonna say so long, good night, because that is the other, the uh, the, song, the, the the parenthetical title. Uh, I I love that song. I mean, it for me, it's between that and Welcome to the Black Parade. I think those are probably their two definitive songs. But so long, good night. I think kind of encapsulates more of that emo feel. And I mean, uh, the uh, it's just the, the lyrical content. It's 100. percent emo all the way throughout the music video is great Gerard Way them you know singing in front of the the casket like it's just such such an emo aesthetic it it's perfect it really it's is like it's like too what was it 
like goth is oh, yeah. definitely like within yeah. there. <laughs> well, Jake, it's back to you. Oh, okay. Um, I think it's got to be uh, you know what they do to guys like us in prison. Okay, that's a good one too. The uh, what's the what was their first album called? Help me out. Oh, I don't know their, so, their first. Was first it something album. in Turnstiles? Um, I brought you my bullets. You brought me your love. Your love, yeah. Okay. What was that's oh, the no, that's right. will never hurt you. But, but there was a song on that album called like something in Turnstiles. Oh yeah, uh, Skylines and Turnstiles. Thank you. Thank you. Skylines and Turnstiles. Yes. Um, but seriously, long ago, just like the hearse you died to get in again, we are so far from you, burning on just like the match you strike to incinerate. Like those five <laughs> lines to start the song, there really is no more, no better an indoctrination into emo music than those five lines. Like, come on. I'm Here. not okay. I promise. Music yep. video encapsulated everyone's high school or oh. what they thought high school was in their subconscious or in their like high school fantasy of what high school really is for real it's like it's your parents asking you like how you oh how you doing today jake how you doing olivia i'm like oh, i'm not okay i promise i'm not okay yeah I promise. trust me um <laughs> so if if song was hard i album might be easier what's your favorite album emily would it be sweet cheers or black parade maybe more black parade more black parade i think i'm i'm more black parade when it comes to album what about you guys uh, I think three cheers. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think Black Parade as a as a whole. That was a that was a ever defining album. Yeah, I mean Rolling Stone clearly agrees, but um, they had some interesting picks on that list. That's for sure. I don't know if you guys checked that yeah. list out. <laughs> I heard some some great highlights. But there were actually there was some interesting picks on that list. Uh, very, I I had to be like, oh okay, that's interesting i wonder who vouched for that one but um <laughs> anyway but my chemical romance i mean like like we said one of kind of the defining emo bands of their time and i i i don't know where you guys stand on their last album i feel like it was a little sellout e the last album uh it was super that was super gerard way conceptual album okay yeah because i i never expected a a Glee cover of a My Chemical Romance song, and then oh man, they did sing. That ever I'm, yeah, I'm just gonna pretend like that never happened. It it sure did. And I remember because I think "Sing" was that song. I was, <laughs> I was like, oh man, like we can just skip right over that. Yeah, yeah, we can we could just forget about that. Anyway, um, from Mike. So if My Chemical Romance is like the Mount Rushmore emo band, I would say like the next step down. That next tier probably includes Newfound Glory. Yeah. yeah. I could say so. Because Newfound Glory is one like of those bands. It, it has the name recognition. Like, people know who Newfound Glory is, but it, they might not have the same kind of song recognition of, like, oh, they know Black Parade, or they would know Sugar We're Going Down, or they would know Misery Business, but, like, they know who Newfound Glory is. And I feel like Newfound Glory is at the top of, like, the pop punk groups. Yeah. Of all time. Yeah. Newfound. We've been around forever. How many times have you seen them in concert? Newfound Glory. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I've actually seen them. If it, if I did ever see them, I was on like a work tour. Mm. This year was my first year getting tickets to see them, and that didn't happen. So. Oh dang. Um. Yeah, I think you know, my my friends over you. That's the big one, obviously, yeah. that everybody would know. Um, I'll, I'll admit I'm a big emo fan, but I feel like 
when I started dating Emily was when I got kind of more exposed to Newfound Glory. Because I've heard of them, but I don't know if I'd listened to a lot of their material. And I'm impressed with generally what I've heard. I mean, like I said, I don't think they're on the MCR, Fallout Boy, Paramore kind of echelon. But they're definitely, uh, like you said, when it comes to pop punk bands, they are one of the more well-known and, and popular, successful groups. They, they have, they've really released some some good stuff. And they have this Holy crap, they've been around for so long. Yeah, they've, yeah, they've, been, they've, been, around for a while. they've been around for a while. Do you guys have a, a, a favorite Newfound Glory song? Not particularly. I'm not like a huge Newfound Glory fan, to be honest. They're like something that comes on, I'm like, this is good. But I've never sought out their music personally. I mean, oh. maybe cliche, but I love my friends over you. This is a classic. Yeah. I feel like that's that's the one that when you look at Spotify, it's got like four times as many down uh, plays as their next closest song, which is All Downhill From Here or Kiss Me, one of those two. But also Vicious Love with Haley, like that's another iconic one. That's true. <laughs> I mean, you put together those two. That's like that's an, an all time emo collaboration or pop punk collaboration. Uh, I don't know who put Neck Deep because I didn't. That's probably me or Jim. I was going to say that might have been me, but I don't know. We have a lot of crossover on that side of everything. Yeah, I don't, I got to be frank. I don't know if I've ever heard of Neck Deep. Um, uh, you can take this one, Olivia. <laughs> Go for it. I feel like they're just another one of the like top bands, at least right now in the pop punk scene. Hmm. Um, like alongside... Um, they surely got some emo album names. The Peace and the Panic. Life's Not Out to Get You. Oh, yeah. So, like, a lot of their start, they, they caught on, like, around that 2012 pop-punk revival, like, as, like, the Wonder Years and stuff were coming up, too. But they're from British... Brit, Brit, oh, yeah, not British, sorry. They're from Britain or wherever, or the U.K., and they were a huge Tumblr, so people would post, like, their lyrics on Tumblr because they're always really sad, especially the song A Part of Me. Mm. There's, like, a portion where it's, like, a guy, a girl call and response is, like, I was falling for a girl who was asking me to come over just for a day while our parents were away. Now all I can do is lay in my room, fall asleep, dream of you, and wake up and do nothing about it. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. That would get so many reblogs, it'd be wild. Your <laughs> Tumblr page would explode. That would get so many reblogs. Wow. That is I think I heard them mainly like they did a bunch of covers that kind of like went viral, I feel like. Like they yeah. did Green Day, um, Nirvana. Yeah, their most their most streamed song is their in bloom cover. Yeah. Their third one of their yeah, their, th- so their third most streamed song is their Wish You Were Here cover. <laughs> so so I'll tell you, In Bloom is actually not an In Bloom cover. It's an actual song named In Bloom. Oh, it's not okay. a Nirvana cover. I'm sorry. That, I know what you're thinking, though. That was my mistake. I'm going to guess Wish You Were Here is probably original song, too, and not a cover. I think it is as well. <laughs> I think okay. it's also original. Then that is, They're not original with their song names, for sure. That is a, a, a great um, a great, great le- uh, curveball that they threw me on that. <laughs> I don't think I expected that. But um, anyway, Never Shout Never is up next. I'm not sure who wants to take this one. I think that was me. <laughs> never shout never. My okay, so I feel like Never Shout Never was more like a scene band, but I feel like it could also be within the emo 
Um, <laughs> they're one of those with the long song titles like Cheater, Cheater, oh Best Friend Oh my god, <laughs> I just saw that one. Cheater, Cheater, Best Friend Eater. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> I only have um, well Emily just showed me the album oh, cover for me and my life and that is the most emo haircut I've ever seen. That's very oh, yeah. No, yeah. me and my uke. Me and my uke. Look at that. Christopher Drew. Drew. His name was On the Bright Side. Yeah, so the biggest shame within for me, it has to be the Yippie and the summer EPs. Okay. Those are uh too crazy. Like Simple Enough is really good is really good. Losing it. These are all like really just like sad songs that you listen to because you're sad and in love but also sad yeah and, and then you have to just like <laughs> add to it that you're sad and in love but also sad that's pretty much the end that's just that is the central message of emo music that you're sad but in love but in sad but, but also sad you're in sad that's, that's and then the yippee had like big city dreams, which is oh no, you moved across the country now. I'm sad. Yep. Oh, no, yep. that's Jeffrey Dixon. Yep. A lot of uh, big city dreams is I can't make it. I can't make it out of my small town. I'm sad. I can't make it out of my small town. I'm sad. I'm surprised that wasn't like an ironic emo like cover or uh, like spoof video. Um, Register trademark TM. Register trademark. Register trademark. Did you, did you say TM? Yes. Um, yeah. All right, so up next, little group, might have heard of them. We have Panic at the Disco, which is probably my favorite group on this list, just personally. And I mean, like, a Fever You Can't Sweat Out era Panic, because I do love Brendan Yeri, don't get me wrong, but I think they've lost a member, like, every single album. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure the original group, I don't think it was all intact for Pretty Odd, which is a fine album, but not, obviously, to the level of the first one. Um... A Fever You Can't Sweat Out is, I think, either my, I think my third favorite album of all time. It is, I love it front to back. I don't think there are really any weak spots on there. Uh, and it is straight out of the Fall Out Boy playbook of song titles. Um, it's, uh, um, lying is the most fun a girl can have without taking her clothes off, but it's better if you do, which is a quote from the movie Closer, I believe. Um, there's also Build God, Then We'll Talk, which is probably the most normal one. I Raise Sins, Not Tragedies, like, just so many of the classic, like, all right, we get it. You're very deep. We get it. We know. Uh, and one There's of the best... reason this table's number. <laughs> and one of the best emo uh, music videos of all time as well, in the I Raise Sins, Not Tragedies video, is a classic. They they did the full commit to the circus core, and they did, even did, like, the intermission and the introduction, and did that really, like, ste- not steampunk vibe, but almost, like, circus core vibe. Mm. No, I've been back in songs about money machines. Yep, there's a uh, uh, nails for breakfast, tax for snacks. Uh, oh my god, so dude! Super controversial opinion is I really like Panic at the Disco's second album, Pretty Odd. I do um, too. I, I like Pretty Odd. I think that it's they were still the full band then. Mm-hmm. After that is when um, uh, what's his name left? I can't remember. Spencer. But he went on made nope. Uh, no, yeah, uh, no, no, no. It's Fall Out Boy. I got them mixed up. Um, he's a, he's in Spencer Young Veins. He's in Young Veins. Anyway, I'll remember it in a, a little bit. But I really like that vibe, that folky vibe. Yes. I think that was probably one of the most fun albums I've ever listened to. 
because it was a little bit different f- from what they had done. Uh, like Nine in the Afternoon is a great song. I personally love Northern Downpour too. Um, it's just I feel like the the sum of the parts on the first album is I I think just is is better. I do like Pretty Odd a lot. Um, I will say. Uh, and actually, I'll let Olivia. I'll let you talk first on Panic before I dive into uh, into maybe my hot take. Um, yeah, I've always loved Panic, and I feel like back then they were up there among like the top of the emo bands. But then, like over time, they still like stayed consistent, or at least Brendan did. <laughs> and yeah. now I feel like they're like one of the most recognizable bands like within rock. If we'd categorize categorize them as that now. Yeah, it's that's a good point you bring up too, Olivia. Is that like rock music has become so just nebulous in what really defines it? Because it's like yeah, some of the older mainstays are still around, like the Foo Fighters, like they're still on the scene. But like rock is kind of like it. There probably hasn't been a lower point for rock music in terms of like what is it exactly? Yeah. Um, Sad rock. Yeah, I will say I was incredibly disappointed in Too Weird to Live, Too Rare to Die. I actually really don't like that album, like, at all. Um, I had to give it, like, I had to give it, like, a good 80 listens before I really liked it. But then I'm like, maybe it's Stockholm Syndrome. I mean, I I get that a lot of what Panic does is inspired by Fall Out Boy, but Miss Jackson is, like, a straight-up Fall Out Boy ripoff. Like, it, it is a good song, but, like, I think This Is Gospel is a really good song. Miss Jackson's a Make good song. Point. But Nicotine's really good on that album. Yeah, and it has highlights. I actually love the title track off of Death of a Bachelor. I love that song. I love that song. That's, That's really good. That might be the best song they've made in the... Or, well, let's be real. The best song he's made in the past five years, because it's pretty much just him now. Also, the album he made, he did all the instrumentals on that entire album. I'm, I'm sorry, Emily did remind me of the Bagel Boys Vine, which I forgot about which is all-time great. If you haven't seen the Bagel Boys Vine, go check it out, because it's fantastic. Um, no, yeah. Ryan Roth is who it was, Okay. the other singer. Yeah, Emily said Ryan, and I was like, I'm not sure who. Yeah. And then Vices and Virtues, it was down just the two of them. It was so good, though. That was, I think, one of my favorite Panic Errors. I like, well, uh, I what was that it? I like the other three. I'm Ready to Go. I'm Ready to Go, Get Me Out of My Mind. It's probably my favorite song with that album. Uh, Trade Mistakes is very good. Uh, Mona Lisa, like that was when they were starting to transition to that that newer sound. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and God bless Brandon Yuri. He's uh he's at the ripe old age of like thirty two, just like all the emo stars who were like sixteen when they started off. And yeah, that's uh, wild. and he's having like his biggest chart successes ever now at the age of thirty two with like High Hopes and all those songs, which are are decent songs. They're not really emo, but you know. Yeah. He still has made some of the best emo music I've ever heard. At least he's- like he never dropped off and kept like making music after all this time. No, I actually just I just remember they had that live in Chicago album. I'm gonna have to check that out again because that's all the old stuff. That was 2008, so I'm definitely gonna have to check that out. Also, their co- okay. their cover of the Greatest Showman, uh, Greatest Show song, pretty good. Their cover. Oh yeah. Um, I will say the. I will, I will. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say I'm gonna plug. Uh, you have to watch if you haven't. Brendan uh, Urie, Drunk History of Fall Out Boy. Oh my! Oh, Fall Out Boy. Yeah, oh, here's a drunk history of Fallout Boy. I'm gonna go look it up on YouTube just so I have it saved for later. It's perfect. Brendan Urie. It's very quotable too. There's lots of great quotes he says. Uh, I will say, I think the only thing that Fallout, uh, Fallout Boy, uh, Panic at the Disco has done slash Brendan Urie 
that I've straight up hated is their cover of Into the Unknown from Frozen 2, which I think it oh. sounds... Oh, no. Sounds like That's shit. That's not canon. It's not canon. No, it's not canon. I like that. It's like a side video game. That's not canon. It's not canon. It's like Mystery Dungeon no. for Pokemon. Yeah, that's like they asked for a different writer for a quick script, and they're like, all right, it's not canon. That's Fun fair. story. It was all a dream. All right, so... You wake in, up and it was all a dream. In between two legends of emo music, we have Papa Roach. I quite honestly... I have absolutely nothing to say about Papa Roach beyond I don't really like any of their music. Jake... <laughs> You already it's came at me with the green. <laughs> Look, Olivia, you've it's already cut you've... my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Suffocation. Oh, oh my god! I don't god. give a frick, mom and dad. If I cut my arm bleeding, come on, Jeez, you don't get me. Uh, I, just... I like I like I tear my heart open. I sew myself shut. Oh, my that's right. That I care too much. It's right. like uh, you can't go from a song about I'm gonna kill myself to that. Papa. The juxtaposition's a little too intense for me. Dude, Papa okay, you may not like Papa Roach, but they were, like, an awesome band for, like, emo rap, kind of. Like, he rapped some stuff. So, like, Discount Alien Ant Farm? <laughs> it's, Jake, it's the meme. We have Alien Ant Farm at home. Alien Ant Farm at home is just Papa Roach. Pretty much. That's pretty much what it is. Um... Yeah, I'm I'm looking at their most streamed stuff, and obviously the the big two are Last Resort and Scars. Um, their next two are off of an album they released three years ago. Um, yeah, I just never could get into it. And that music video for Last Resort, where they're like in the boxing ring and like that super fisheye lens camera, where like it's really close to his face, and I have no interest in in any of that. Like I Is I want getting away with murder. <laughs> like. That's a good one. Yeah, I love getting away with mur- murder. The Paramore session. Like and I forgot about to yeah. be loved. Yeah, he goes from a song about getting away with murder to uh, two albums later, or no, the next album. I want to be loved as the title of like opening track. Come on, what kind yeah, of transition is that? Such a like lovey song. Yeah, um, yeah, like that, like that, that fish islands in the music video. Like I want to be as far away from them as possible, and as close to I them as possible. Turned you off the fish eye. Um. Yeah, I really just. You play some forty one then. Not to mention, Papa Roach is like one of the worst band names I've ever heard. Oh my! Like they probably could have gone oh, with something better. Have an aneurysm over there. Like at least Green Day is a good band name. <laughs> like at least Green Day has a nice ring to it. Green, like Green Day. Like who thinks of anything good when they hear the name Roach? Like. <laughs> Like it, it. Oftentimes, the first thing that comes to mind is a disgusting bug. Like, who wants that? I, I don't. I don't get it. I don't know. Whatever. Um, you like it, but they are emo. I will. I don't. I never disputed that. I did not dispute that. I just don't like them. That's that's where I stand. Um, they are canon. They are canon. Yes. <laughs> um, but uh, a band that I really enjoy uh, would be Paramore, which is up there on that emo Mount Rushmore that we were talking about earlier. Um, yeah. I mean. Is is there a? I would say if you're talking about the great front, like front people or like the leaders of bands, Haley Williams is, if not number one, is like one A or one B. Like she is the face of Paramore. It like through all of their all their versions, all their incarnations, all their changes in 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 musical tone, she's always been that leader and always been that voice. And 
it, it she is one of the faces of emo music and she's incredible i mean what what is there to say about paramore that can't be said with they're one of the best to ever do it in their genre she she defined the girl uh the scene girl with different colored hair every show uh trope so much so that she actually created a line of hair dye because that is she just is fulfilling her final form but no she's absolutely phenomenal like if you go back and listen to those first like three albums they're perfect all of them front to back are very good and very listenable can't say i'm a fan of the new stuff i'm gonna say they peaked when they did that twilight collab <laughs> wow wow i'm out here getting roasted for papa roach and we're saying that anything hit its peak around twilight I you mean, know, I think that's when they were the hottest, and they were, they were, that was the uh, Butterfly album, whatever that is, it's so good. Is that the only exception, yeah. is that what it's called, or is it something? Decode is a great song, alright. What is it? Decode is a great song. Yeah, oh, oh, how did we get here? Off topic, I hate Jar of Hearts, that song sucks. Um, <laughs> speaking of Twilight. Yeah, just throwing some shade right out to Jar of Hearts, um, I don't know who sings it, but I'm sorry, all right. we, gotta, we gotta roast Jar you. of Hearts by Christina Perry, with an I. Um, but I will say, I know Emily ag- probably agrees with you, Jake. I'm not sure where you sit, Olivia. I really like their new album, After Laughter. I really enjoy it. It's not classic Paramore, but mm. I really like some of the songs on there. Um, well, you have to like get used to it, but I think yeah. that after listening to it a certain number of times, then I was like, wow, I actually like this. It's. I think it's good. I think there's a lot of solid like single songs on there, like pick and choose here and there. Um... Overall, I think it's a really good album, and I, they've been through a lot of turmoil. She personally has been through a lot of turmoil. Wasn't she with the lead singer of Newfound Glory, or like the, one of the guys in Newfound Glory? Yeah, and they did yeah. that together. Yeah, and then the the one of the members of Paramore was like suing the band for merchandising, and like it was a really dark period, and they came out of it with a, a really good album. So, and the fact that she's you know again like Brennan Urie, she's like what thirty one, she's like in her early thirties. Mm-hmm. and she's been in the scene for like half of her life it's it's just remarkable and emily i know you're huge into paramore everybody here is i mean it's it's hard not to be when you're a big emo fan and i guess we can go around we'll start well we'll do the opposite of what we did my, with my chemical romance uh olivia we'll start with you your favorite paramore album um so i think their self-titled is my favorite mm. Like, I could listen to that front to back, like, on any car ride, and I still love it. What about you, Jake? Riot, and there's no other right answer. I refuse to hear anything. End of discussion. I'm with you on Riot, uh, just because I think it has the most notable and uh, quintessential Paramore songs on it. Like, obviously, Misery Business, uh, Crush, Crush, Crush. we mentioned it last time. The uh, for uh, for a pessimist, a I'm pretty pessimist, optimistic. I'm pretty optimistic. That's how it opens. That's such a kick you, kick your face in the teeth sort of song to open with. It's great, and not to mention the artwork. And then Hallelujah is the third song. Yeah, like Hallelujah shows her vocal range where you're like, oh damn, she got chops. Yeah, that's... no offense to Evanescence lady, but she got chops. Hey, <laughs> but the uh, the one with the butterfly on it that's that's where the uh, the TikTok song comes from. Yeah. Yeah, the TikTok. <laughs> All I wanted was you. That's right. That's so good. <laughs> uh, Emily, what's your favorite Paramore album? Um, their first one. Which is the All We Know Is Falling? Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. 
it's good because I really yeah. didn't know about that album until we started dating and you played it for me and it's good. It's got That's some like pressure, emergency, the big Yeah. Big yeah, ones. Pressure. She's yeah, I mean I you could you could argue that they've never really put out a bad album. I know you guys don't like After Laughter, I get it, but I mean, they're newer stuff. I don't like the I don't like the butterfly one, so I'm iffy on that one. There's some good songs, but majority of it I don't think I can really get into. I mean, I I will say Olivia and Ryan, I know you don't agree, Emily, but Olivia and Ryan have swayed me that Ain't It Fun is a great song. I don't like that song. Um that's I love that song. It's it is a great song. I, I should have like put it the, on my list because then it would have been number one for the decade, but I like that song. It's off the newer album. Is it um Hard Times? Hard, yeah, Hard yeah. Times. Hard Times is good. Hard Times is catchy. Hard Times is unlike anything they had done before. Yeah. And it was an interesting musical diversion or uh, kind of diversification from what they had done. But uh but yeah, Paramore and then uh this is I know this is hard. I but could do like... a favorite song. <laughs> <laughs> can I do one off of the two albums that I like? Sure. Okay. So, Give me a second. No, I know. Okay. If I'm gonna go off of All We Know Is Falling, I'm gonna go with um, Here We Go Again, mm-hmm. and then off of Riot. The I'm, OK Go classic, of course. Mm-hmm, yeah. And Riot, I think I'm actually mm-hmm. gonna go with Let the Flames Begin. Okay. Um, because I saw them live uh, a long time ago. I don't know how many years. Um. But that song live was like phenomenal. I don't know if I'll be stealing Jake's answer or not, but my my favorite is for pessimists. I'm pretty optimistic. That's probably my favorite Paramore song. What about you, Jake? I think uh, Hallelujah has to be my favorite Paramore song. Okay. I'm gonna shake it up. Which one is that? Which album? Riot. Riot. Uh, Riot. Okay. Brand New Eyes is the name of the, the butterfly one, by the way. Yeah. Nope, it's butterfly one from now on. That's what. Oh, it's from the butterfly one? No, oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. No, that no, is the I'm sorry. I'm, I, missed, I was confused. Uh, and Olivia, your favorite Paramore song? Um, oh, my gosh. I know I had all this time to think, and I still don't know. Damn. After Laughter came out three years ago. My God. Feels like forever ago. Um, I think that's what you get. Wow. that's They've only... So they've only released five albums, huh? That's weird. They started, they did All We Know Is Falling in 05, Riot was 07, Brand New Eyes was 09, Paramore, the self-titled was 2013, and then After Laughter was 2017. That's wild. They've been kicking it. My English, my 10th grade English folder, um, Mm. you know, I had to do the very typical emo girl and (laughs) riot all over the front of my folder. (laughs) That's okay. That's okay. Jake, you should be proud right there. I know. No, I am proud. I did the old, uh, what was the, what was that, like, weird S logo? Do you remember that thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. What was that uh, thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, I know what you're talking about. It was like, I feel like it was all over, like, the Tony Hawk games. Yeah. I can't, damn it. I'm sure somebody's yelling at the radio. One of I don't our, know what it was called. One of our dozen listeners is yelling about. at the radio. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so Paramore, check them out, if you haven't heard them before, which, I don't know if you've been living under a rock. Um... Uh, I'm I'm going to assume Jake put Pierce the Veil on here. It was not me. Surprise. Wow. I'm surprised. Olivia, must have been you. <laughs> um, okay, Pierce the Veil is like another like iconic pop punk band. Um, yeah, Bulletproof Love. I think it's Caraphernalia. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but those two songs I feel like just scream emo. 
Uh, you mean they scream emo or they scream emo? Could be both. <laughs> There's one song, and if you've ever been on emo alternative metalcore Twitter, you know it's you best not dare me to jump off this Jersey bridge. You best not dare me to jump off this jersey. Are they from Jersey, I assume? Oh, it's, no, it's from King for a Day. It's oh. the most ambitious crossover back in the, I think it was maybe, what, 2011, 2012. Mm-hmm. It was Kellen Quinn and um, Pierce the Veil, Vic Fuentes. And that was, uh, like, one of the, I think, most played songs ever. Yeah, that video. <laughs> yeah, that video, too. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I Okay, I've, I've heard of Say Anything. Um, but I don't, I can't pick out a name of a song of theirs. You, you know Alive. Alive with the, okay, I do know that one. And you like um, I can get sexual too. Okay, yeah, so apparently this too. was their big album. Uh, Is a Real Boy is their big album. Because four of their most streamed songs are off of it. Um, again, I've heard of Say Anything. Oh, I've heard of, I think all my friends are, oh, that's the name of their, that's a, that's a compilation, never mind. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, who put, who put Say Anything on the list? That might have been me. Okay. <laughs> it's quite possible. But yeah, say anything's like classic pop punk. Wow, I can get sexual too. Whoa, I have the glory of love. Uh, a lot of those were like MySpace songs. They were like probably a band I shouldn't have been listening to. <laughs> oh, for sure. Max Venus's lyrics went way over my head at the time. And now looking back, I'm like, wow. I used to, I used to change the name of songs in iTunes in case my parents saw them. Oh my God. Yeah, I, uh, like, there was a Dead Kennedy song, uh, and I, I had changed the name of it, and there was another one, I think it might have been, I can't remember what it was. I do remember going back to MCR real quick, my parents bought me the Black Parade, even though it had that explicit content sticker on there, and I felt such, like, such a badass. Yes. Um, two quick notes about Say Anything. On their Spotify page, for fans also like, the first band is Motion City Soundtrack. <laughs> There you go. And apparently they appear on a playlist called Punk Goes Crunk. Yeah. Yeah, those are great. I got your money. Yeah. I like the one that does... um, Wow, I'm going to follow this playlist. California Love is my favorite. I'm sorry, someone did a cover of Tupac Shakur, I'm assuming? Yeah. Wow, okay. (laughs) Someone, Devil Wears Prada did Still Fly. That's a good one. So good. You got to listen to... um, off the like the pop uh punk goes pop or whatever someone did a toxic cover okay. can't, i can't remember what, what band wow. it was these are all like rap covers oh, yeah. by pop punk bands yeah. this is interesting it's great yeah interesting yeah you have to listen to pop goes punk yeah that one's good too oh my well i'm gonna check it out i definitely <laughs> will that's i, I see Wait, the playlist I gotta see who did the they're like music. they're like that's what i call music so they like pretty much are one of them, yeah. Um, yeah. Next up, we have probably a top five best emo band name of all time, Scary Kids, Scaring Kids. Yeah. I don't um, think I put this on here. Either Olivia did or I did. I've, like, never heard of them. Actually. Okay, then I put it on here. I think I put yeah, it on, on your request. Really yeah. So this was Emily's. Oh, yeah. Emily Emily has taste. <laughs> Emily has taste, yes. Um, I will say I haven't listened to them in a really, really long time. But from what I remember, they were more of, like, that screamo type of emo. Um, let me see. Apparently, they're also on Punk Goes Crunk, so... Are they? Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're... Scary Kids Doing Kids is, like, a good transition band. Like, them and Under Oath, they go from, like, 
uh, emo to like metalcore. Mm. Like Degenerates is really good. Holding on, Faces, A Festival to My Temple. That entire first album was like I think what really got me into. Um, it's not their first album, but that entire album really got me into like the metalcore esque type stuff. Mm. Scary kids, scaring kids. Check them out. They're on Punk Goes Crunk. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> uh, they are. Yeah, you, you got it. I I don't know what Silverstein is. I did not put this on here. Silverstein? Silverstein. Well, the way it's spelled, it looks like Silverstein. Oh, I think... I don't know. I don't know how to spell. It's really is tough. It, is this yours, Jake? It probably is. Okay. But Silverstein's another one that's been around forever. 2005, Discovering the Waterfront. Your Sword, your sword versus My Dagger. Smile in Your Sleep. Um, call It Karma. Like, this band was heavy on lyrics that were, like, really... Uh, sad and uh, tortured. Um, it's like you smile in your sleep, you lie, you know, all that good stuff. And they were another uh, screamo type band. Mm. And even they're still putting on new stuff. Their new stuff is good. Uh, they dropped a new album. That's fe- they have a song called Infinite featuring Aaron Gillespie of uh, Underwood. So if I said to you guys, what is the quintessential simple plan song? <laughs> what, what would be your answer? Uh, is it, I'm just a kid. I think it's I'm just a kid. For, for me, it's Welcome to My Life. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, it's so good. <laughs> it was, this was the, uh, this was the definitive, if like from 2003 to like 2008, every movie that had a scene with dysfunctional kids had a simple plan song over it like every one of them cheaper by the dozen i remember very specifically the scene where they get dropped off in front of the school they play i'm just a kid and they get into like a fight and there's like throwing shit and stuff and i was like well simple plan and then there's is perfect the one that's like super slow and yeah depressing yeah, yeah. i'm What's, sorry i can't be perfect that one yes <laughs> yeah. uh, there's that one there's walking to my life which uh is also it's kind of in the middle of a i'm just a kid and a perfect not quite as upbeat but definitely not as depressing mm. Um, but it is the ultimate, like, drop down to your knees in a rainstorm, screaming to the sky type music, where it's like... You can listen to Welcome to My Life, like, alone in your room, crying as a kid. <laughs> is Simple Plan, How Could This Happen to Me? Or was that somebody else? I don't think that's the name of the song. What's the name of the song? I thought it was How Could This Happen to oh, Me. No, no, that is Simple Plan, that is him. Because nobody cares who's I'm alone in the world. That's what it yes. is. I, dude... That is another one where it's like you are like mm. it's almost parody of emo at that point. Yes, like, that's my favorite. I'm just a kid. It's perfect. Oh, I, I love I'm just a kid. And you're just I a kid and life is a nightmare. I do anything. That's another one. That's another one. Oh yeah. Oh my god. I can't okay, we did talk about Good Charlotte last week. because uh, like the two songs from my childhood that I totally remember from like everything was I'm just a kid and the anthem. Those are like the two songs yes, that I remember. So I'm addicted to this is the anthem. Throw all your hands up. Yeah. Uh, shut up was. Oh, shut up! That was another one. That's right. That's they, a good angry. They had a lot of bops. That simple plan. Yes. They sure did. That simple plan. Get your heart on. Wow, that's really clever. I don't know their new stuff. They did. A, so they much. did a. That was from 2011. I they did a song with that. Natasha Bedingfield. Wow, they really struck while the iron was hot. Huh? <laughs> um, they did a song with Say Champs and We the Kings that was good recently. Damn that debut album! Yeah. Shut up! Welcome to my life. Me against the world. That's some that's some classic stuff. Simple plan. 
You've definitely heard of them. Uh, Sleeping with Sirens. So I didn't put this one on here. I think Jake might have, but I do know Sleeping with Sirens, and I do like their stuff. I didn't. Oh, you did? I don't think I put this on here. Olivia, was that you? Yes. Um, So if you can't hang, like, oh, my God. It's just so good. It still slaps today. Mm. And like we were saying before, like Pierce the Veil, Sleeping with Sirens, like All Time Low, they were all like kicking it in the pop punk scene, like mm. 20, 2010, around there. Yeah, about 2010, 2011. There's a song called The Trophy Father's Tribute Son. It's like, My Dad Hates Me and I Hate My Dad. It's, <laughs> it's great. My, my Dad Hates and Me then, and I Hate My Dad. That's like a lot of emo songs. <laughs> and um, then you have the Tally Up, the Tally it up Settle the Score, which is like, I don't. I don't know if it's about like a girl and trying to someone trying to get a girl, but you know it generally is. And then all of my heart, which is, I'm sad. Here, take my love. Oh no. Um, I wrote a story when I was in high school, and my ex boyfriend and I broke up. I wrote in a letter the lyrics <laughs> from the song "If I'm James Dean, you're Audrey Hepburn" because it says, um, "Your forever is all that I need." Oh my, oh my god. god! And then it says, it's, "Please stay forever with me." After that line, yeah, that. I thought you said forever. Remind me, oh, I, have yeah. an, I have another embarrassing uh, middle school story. I'll tell you guys off the air. Um, oh. But, uh, yeah, Sleeping with Sirens, they dropped a new album last year, and then they dropped the deluxe mm-hmm. version of it this year. I remember Gossip. That was the one I listened to a couple of years ago. I really liked. Um, I'll have to dig into their older stuff, too. I do like Sleeping with Sirens. Um, so I heard of Story of the Year. Emily had me put this one on here. Um, uh, Story of the Year sounds more like an emo song than an emo band. Mm-hmm. This is like my introduction to emo I remember my um, my best friend had the CD, and she's like, I can burn it for you, but you, you have to get permission because it's got the explicit oh, dumb, content on it. And my mom gave me the okay, and I was like, oh, yeah. It <laughs> so, does. It does have the explicit content. So that was like my start into the emo I will say, there are three most streamed songs on Spotify. Until the day I die. Until the day I die. Anthem of our dying day. And the hero will drown. Three really uplifting song titles. They're really good. I'm sure they're good. It's just just funny that um, (laughs) that those are the three that... And there's the antidote and sidewalks. I've never heard of uh, either of those. Mm. I have heard of Story of the Year just because of Emily. But um, I've never really dove too deep into their catalog. You should dive into them. I mean, if, I, if I'm listening to Punk Goes Crunk, I might as well just do the deep dive on everything at that yeah. point. Uh, yeah, so story of the year. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to do my best with this one. Sayasin? Sayasin. Sayasin. Yeah, that was pretty good. Great. Jake, was this yours or Olivia, was this yours? No, that was That was probably me. Yeah, that was the first band that Anthony Green was ever in. They were another one that really pushed, like, the... We're very heavy vocals while also having very sexy vocals following it up. So we're very genre-bending and appealing to a large audience. And then they went on to, like, do, you know, normal emo shit and do two albums and then fall off the face of the earth. But they, like, the band started, and actually now they're back together with their original singer doing more emo shit. They just released an album recently, a song recently. Sayosin, didn't they have an album with, like, a weird-looking beetle on the cover? Yes! Okay. Wow, that was that was a core memory you just pulled out yep. there. That's the only thing I remember about Sayasin yeah. was they had that weird, that weird, off-putting album with the huge beetle on the cover. 
Yeah, the songs like You're Not Alone, there's more to this I know. Yeah, I feel that. Well, oh, where Emily was getting taking a look at the game. It's called, uh, oh, the album is just called Say Asin. Yep. Um, yep, check them out. We'll put a link in the description, except we won't. Next up, we got Taking Back Sunday. Uh, I feel like that's a court yeah. emo band. For sure. What What is there? We all know what two songs I'm talking about. Cute so, without the E. Cute, uh, cute without the E, cut from the team. Yeah. And Make Damn Sure. Yeah. I would. I prefer Make Damn Sure. Make Damn Sure. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Jake? Unanimous? Cute without the E, cut for the team. Okay, so Jake, that, that's cool. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> they're both great songs. Um, Make Damn Sure, I remember one time we were at this dive bar near us, and Make Damn Sure came on. And uh, it's such a good song. It really is. It's just, it's another one of those, like, quintessential, like, obviously not, like, a Billboard Hot 100 That's hit, like, but, like... It just comes on, and you just blast it, and you scream at the top It's of one of those songs where, like, a casual music fan or alternative fan will probably know it, but not know anything else by Taking Back Sunday. Yeah. Like, they would know one of those two songs. And, like, mm-hmm. probably nothing else. Yeah. But th- that's enough. I mean, those two songs propelled them to people knowing their name for... Probably ever, if you're an alternative fan, at least. Those are emo night bops. Do you ever go to an emo night? Do you prefer... Which album do you prefer? That one or the... Oh, my God, what's the name of it? The Cut From The Team one. My God, I can't even find it. Louder Now is, is easily the better album, okay, I think. Because it's that and then Tell All Your Friends is their debut. Yeah, I remember Louder Now being the better album. Damn, yeah. <laughs> and they were early. That's, like, early 2000s. Yeah, 2002 was their debut. They were... Uh-huh. They were ahead of Fallout Boy. <clears throat> yeah, I saw them with Circus Survive at Lupo's. Oh, wow. They're another brand I've accidentally seen a lot. Ah, remember, remember live music? That was so much fun. Uh, oh, what's that like ever again? It was a good time. <laughs> we, we had a good run with live music. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Piled up next to all those sweaty people enjoying the same song and people next to you getting the lyrics wrong. It was a great time. Uh, the Ready Set. Hey. This is this is one that Emily put on there. That's that's like another um, like almost like scene type of band. I feel like the Ready Set. Yeah, they're right along with like Never Jake. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you will know the song Love Like Whoa. Yeah. Oh no, I know Love Like Whoa. Yeah. Oh right. Uh, they're also on Punk Goes Pop. Yes. Uh, for a song called Airplanes, which I'm assuming is not the same Airplanes that Haley Williams is on with B.O.B. Air radio radio silence on that. No, I do, I do not think it's the same airplane. No, I know it's. But I know, it is I'm also sure Haley Williams. I'm sure it's not the same airplanes. <laughs> you know what? It may. It very well may be. I don't know. It's our, it's our, with Punko's pop, you just don't know. That's true. With pop, I mean, that's the line <laughs> of the episode right there. With Punko's pop. Because like technically, it's it's a pop song. It's not a Haley Williams song. Mm. That's true. That's true. That's true. I will drop uh, a a inception. There is a uh, like Punko's pop version of Love Like Whoa by the band Pulses. That's really good. Interesting. So it's Punko's pop about a song that's on an emo band list. Interesting. Yeah. Ready I set. I just Christopher Nolan. Do you guys? <laughs> <laughs> My brain's in a blender. Courtesy of Jake Root here. <laughs> uh, Olivia, any ready set memories? Um, I love the ready set. Um, along with John from the main, I also interviewed Jordan of the Ready Set, and that was another iconic moment of my life. Um, yeah, I just feel like like middle school, early high school, I was totally jamming this in the hallways. And then they continued with like "Give Me Your Hand," which got like a lot of airtime. Kind of like went over into pop a little bit. Hmm. 
Interesting. Yeah, I've heard of the Ready Set. Like you said, Love Like Whoa. I definitely know that song. Um, good, good for the good for the Ready Set. Their Spotify picture is just one person, so I'm not sure if. Yeah, it's just him. They, it's like Jordan Witzigruder, maybe. Is it like a Panic at the Disco situation where everybody else is left? Yeah, you know, I don't. I think there might have been people like alongside him in the beginning, but now it's just him. And now he started like a new project called Only Child. So like. Hmm. That's his little solo thing now. Interesting. It's a, it's a pandemic kick. He had to downsize. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So next up, we have another contender for most emo band name of all time, the Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. Uh, so I'll tell you what. Not a great sign for their lawn, their uh, their kind of general memory of them that their top five most streamed songs are all off the same album, uh, which is Don't You Fake It, obviously. Um, their most notable album and the most notable song by them is Face Down, which is a classic. Um, it, pro- like, every lyric of that song is, like, just emo to its core. Like, every single one. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's, it's so good. It really is. That's another one that was on Madden soundtrack, I'm pretty sure. Um, that was, uh, don't hit, don't hit people, that's bad. Don't abuse people, that's bad. Yeah. Right. Like, good life lesson. Red Junction Apparatus, thank you. Well, I'll tell you, my friend, someday the world's gonna end. Fourteen years. They were they were they were off by fourteen years, the red jumpsuit apparatus. If you were really cool, you found the the one where they do the screaming in the bridge instead of uh singing like the oh, one yeah. day she will yes. tell you she had had enough. That's you right. You found that version. You you were really uh in, in the place in a mental state of sorts. Mm. You you had to you had to have the screaming bridge to be a true emo song. Yeah. I mean, your AFI guardian angel is really good too. If you've never heard your guardian angel, oh yeah, that's a good one. It's there's a line. The first line is when I see your smile, tears run down my face. Um, when I see you happy, it makes me sad. That's really good. Apparently, they released a new EP this year. They did. It's not half bad. Okay, six songs. That's not terrible. Actually, just came out like a month ago. Interesting. Wow, all right. The Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. Anything else to add on them? The RJA. No? All right, great. Perfect. Uh, the story so far. Yep, anybody? Some of them I can't remember if they were me or anyone else, but I definitely know the story so far. They're, they're, they came up in the pop-punk portion of the, like, the 2011-2012 um, <clears throat> with like uh that really heavy heavy um pop punk slash tumblr lyrics they they they're really good about getting tumblr lyrics yeah apparently like, the later pop punks yeah i see their most streamed song is called clairvoyant and their biggest oh, yeah, that's really good. biggest album is proper dose which was released 2 years ago yeah, 2011 was their debut. They've released four albums. Yeah, their latest album, still super emo. Um, keep this up says, um, if you keep this up, you'll die here all alone. So. Oh, take me as you please, yeah. baby. <laughs> great, great. Their lyricism only got like better. Yeah. Because it went from I'm angry at everyone and everything to just like I'm super sad now. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, gotta admit, never heard of the Wonder Years. Anybody? They yeah, were all around that whole time. Um, I think they were. They're Philly. Yeah. They're Philadelphia pop punk. 
but they got progressively sadder and sadder as the years went on. It's like they're stuck in the South Philly basement, caked in a stale beer and sweat, and now it's like, oh, man, uh, this person died because of an overdose, and I feel like it's all my fault, and I hate the system that caused all this. And it's like, whoa, Jesus, we grew up really fast in four or five years. Wow. Or albums, I should say. Cigarettes um, and Saints gives me chills every single time. I will, I will stand that friggin' song till the end of time. <laughs> That's fair. We all, we all have songs that you know yeah. you, you stick up for. You always want, you, you know, you, you stand for them. I've, uh, I mean, I'll have to listen to it. I'll take your word for it. As uh, again, one of the, the three foremost people here on, on emo music that I know, I'll, I'll take your word for it. And I'll, I'll check it out. Um, Get about the tissues. What was it? Yeah. You're gonna get a box of tissues because you're gonna cry. Okay, I will. Uh, <laughs> I'll I'll keep it in mind. Uh, this one's out of order. Uh, the audition. I don't think I put this on here. Yeah, they uh, they were like a high pitched emo band. They they were kind of a flash in the band, but they were they really incorporated a lot of the pop pop stuff, but had really good uh, lyrics. Um, they they're one of those. Um, Long name titled song band. Mm, yeah, I got you. Gotta love a long title. It's yeah, almost like a requirement. <laughs> I love it. I just I love it. Love it so much. Um, Dancehall has turned into ghost town. You made us conscious. Approach the bench. So if if I said to you as somebody who doesn't know what the audition is, uh, give me a song to to get exposed to them. What song would it be? Dancehall has turned into ghost town. Okay. Alright, I'll make sure to check that go. one out. Um, Alright, this is one I've, I've been looking forward to for a while. Uh, <laughs> 30 Seconds to Mars. The Jared Leto band, 30 Seconds to Mars. Emily, already shaking your head before I finish the name of the band. Um, yeah, Not so... 30 Seconds to Mars. I will say, 30 Seconds to Mars is just kind of, like, fascinating to me. Because I don't necessarily love a lot of their music, but... The kill bury me is just such a such an emo song. I can't, I can't. I also love Battle of One, which is like a bonus track. But, um, the kill bury me, man. Oh my god, he he was going for such an AFI look too. Oh, oh my god, dude, Jared Leto. It's a, it's almost like a bad dream that Thirty Seconds to Mars exists. The uh, almost of last Saturday, holy crap! No, um, from yesterday, that music video is another one that has like a fourteen-minute long intro for a four-minute long song, and is like another Jared Leto just going off on being Jared Leto. Oh, and what was the name of the uh, a beautiful life? That was, a beautiful lie. Beautiful. Oh my god! It's so, oh, it's so painfully emo. That's right. Battle of One. A Beautiful Lie, obviously, The Kill, Attack. Oh, my God. And then they released that, uh, the one with the tiger on it. What was the one that, uh, Love, uh, was it Love? No, yeah, the one with the... Uh, what album is that from? I don't even know. The one with King and, Queen, King and, uh, yeah. King and Queens on it? The, the most notable part of the King and Queens is it starts with an eagle call. Yes. If you listen. That's like, true, it does. It does start with an eagle call. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like a six-minute song. It's so long. <laughs> Really? Oh, my world. Oh, it just, it always felt to me like a Jared Leto, like, passion project. It never felt like a real entrant into that emo scene. Yeah. Dude, my cousin saw them, and apparently they have an awesome live show. 
Interesting. It like, doesn't surprise me, but I feel like it's a hard... It's very, I feel like it's, all their stuff so conceptual that a live show would be hard, but I guess it's a pretty baller. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't doubt it. There's some bands that I find questionable that have really good uh, live shows. So, 30 Seconds to Mars. Uh, when live music comes back, check them out. <laughs> Three Days Grace. Um, I, I kind of quibble with them being on the emo list. I don't know if I necessarily think of Three, Day, Three Days Grace as an emo band. Um, they have a song called I Hate Everything I hate About Everything Grace. About. That's fair. I feel like they fit in the Is pop there more convincing you need? And yeah. They have a song just called Pain. <laughs> My fiance loves uh, Three Days Grace, so she would be so mad at you right now to not call them. Email. I'm not. I'm not saying they're a bad band. I'm Should saying out here. I question their emo cater- categorization. Okay. I think you gotta go and take a listen to them again. I have. Yeah, we're gonna to put them. you in a Three Days Grace timeout. Yeah. Go into their corner. Go listen to Three Days Grace. Get I'm back here with some notes. In Three Days Grace timeout. That, I might just make that the title of the episode. I put put in timeout. Until I, was, I feel like they were definitely like early two thousands rock, but they still kind of had an emo ish vibe. All right, because all their lyrics were yeah, were super. All right, I will. I'll save my fight for another band that's coming up. So I'll 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 okay. see. I'll I'll concede this yeah, one. You back down. I will stand Three Days Grace as an emo band. Uh, Three Days Grace, the Josh Allen of emo bands. Oh my god. <laughs> Don't even start with me. Uh, I know, I know, it's too easy. <laughs> Josh Allen Truthy. Uh The Used. Very much an emo band. <laughs> um Are you gonna are you gonna say the ass shit about the used? No, I, I actually <laughs> really I, I actually really really like the used. Um I think it was Rolling Stone that ranked the like forty greatest emo albums of of all time and in Love and Death was on that list. Um I've n- I got nothing bad to say about the used. I think they're very good. Uh, they've got a lot of classic songs. They're really, I think they have pretty good, de- pretty decent name recognition. I feel like people know who the used are. Um, yeah, so they, I like them. They're like one of the big Feldman uh, bands. Uh, but the used is great. Their discography is perfect, like their first two albums. And then their most recent album called Heartwork is album of the year contention. And it has wow. some awesome features. It's got Mark Hoppus. It's got... Um, uh, what's with Jason whatever from Wet Live it's got Travis Barker it's, if you haven't checked out Heartwork you should all listen to that I will I put, I'll put it on my list for my next playlist I'll throw oh, it on there and it's got uh, uh, Caleb Shomo from uh, Tooth on it look at that the whole uh, the whole emo pop punk family coming together <laughs> the gang's all here the gang's all here uh, no but I like the used Emily anything, anything to add on the used no that's a no Olivia um, I just feel like I've heard a lot of bands also say that they've taken, like, inspiration from them. So I think that's notable. Uh, all right. I will admit I've never heard of the Hush Sound. I love the Hush Sound. I don't know who put them on here, but... That was me. Good so move. I actually... I've seen the Hush Sound once live. They did a reunion tour. It was with my high school girlfriend. I went to Toad's Place in New Haven. I oh, my God. You saw them at Toad's? Toad's. Love yeah. Toad's. Place. <laughs> my friends my friends always talk about toads not not in the greatest light yeah i don't i don't blame him but yeah we like definitely illegally parked and um well the hush sound is so good it's greta morgan south peter and then i can't remember what the hell the guy's name is but it's like perfect male female combo olivia take it away take the rest away yeah um 
apparently their their album Light Vines is like their big one. Uh, that's that's old got their moat 2006. They have, that's the most streamed uh, by oh, far. Oh, they're on that. Like the yeah. <laughs> they're oh, on Emily, that Fueled yeah. by Ramen. Um, oh, they're fueled. There's a Fueled by Ramen family. Label, yeah. Yeah, they have Brendan Urie and um, Patrick Stump features on that album. Oh wow. They have a unique sound though, I think, because of. Um, no, I'm definitely gonna have to check it with out. With the piano, yeah. And they do so many harmonies between the male and the female. It's perfect. Like yeah. Vines is a number one recommend. All right. All right. I, I just thought of another listen. band that would be good. What band? Oh, okay. I'm just going to look it up. Uh, so we'll move on to Trapped. This is the band I'm like. No. I, are you no, serious? I'm done with Trapped. <laughs> Trapped has caused too much Twitter pain for me to have okay. witnessed during the pandemic that I, yes. I cannot... I cannot put Trap on this list in good conscience. So Trap, so let's say, well, so we've been loving on all these bands. So let's just let's let's go the other way with Trapped. Um, first of all, I don't think Trap qualifies for the list. Second of all, I think Headstrong is such a dog shit song. Um, and like Jake said, they have such a toxic Twitter presence that like it's almost doing a disservice to other groups on this list to give them any more breath. Go off, King. Go off, King. Thank you. Uh, so Olivia, anything else? <laughs> I mean, I think you just told it like it is, so... Sounds good. <laughs> let's let's hop right to We Came as Romans. Uh, this is either a Jake or Olivia joint. Big rip. Their frontman died, uh, I oh, think, a couple no. years ago. But he's super good. We Came as Romans um, uh, from uh, from Seeds or from Roots, whatever. It's uh, They were super heavy into like the electronic music combo with mm-hmm. sad, yelly lyrics. Um, but... They're like a really good. Um, I put them with like new of mice and men. They were on a lot of those pop goes punk album type deals. Yeah, they were kind of labeled to the scene too. Um, but you can yeah. find them on a bunch of those pop goes punk playlists, Jake. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. <clears throat> they dominate in the in that category. Oh yeah. Uh, it's a sick, sick band name too. I like that. We came as Romans. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, rest in peace, the lead singer though. Yeah, to plant a seed. Always oh, listen to that. That's, that would be the best album ever. Um, Emily wanted to throw in this Providence. Yes. Oh my God, Emily, that's such a good pull. Yes. <laughs> a wolf in sheep's clothing. My beautiful rescue. My beautiful rescue. That's off a of, good song. Off of their that album, this Providence. You have to listen to my beautiful rest. That's such a good song. Okay. I'll make sure to put the road to Jericho, walking on water, an ocean between. Jake, just listen to the whole album. What yes. are you doing already? I will. I will. I'll put it on my next playlist. I promise. I will. Um, you're in, you're in a disprovidence timeout now. I'm currently working my way through a massive Outcast re-listen to their pretty much the whole catalog. <laughs> um, but after that, after that, I will. Uh, I'll circle back and do all this. I have it all in my my search queue, so I'll be able to go back and. and Pull all this stuff. I'm gonna go listen to the album after this. So we have three oh, bands. Thank you. Three bands left to get through. First off, we have Yellow Card. No. No what? <laughs> I don't like Yellow. Card. You don't like Ocean Avenue? I like this song, but I don't like it. There else. was a place on Ocean Avenue okay. where I used to sit and talk with you. I like that song. But we were both 16, and it felt okay. so right. Sleeping all day. We were sleeping yeah, all day. World's mom. I can't. I can't sit well with Yellow Card. What'd you say? They eventually Yellow Card tried suing Juice World's mom. Started what? Tried suing Juice World's mom. Really? Or Juice World's mom tried suing Yellow Card or something like that because they still or because Juice had like used a melody that sounded kind of like theirs and they were trying to sue him 
after he had died. Oh, wow. shit. All right, well, yellow card. I don't stand yellow card, but they do deserve at least saying, like, Rough Landing Holly and Ocean Avenue are, like, mm. number one bops. All right, so the, the opposite of trap. We're not going to give him any more time, but cool, <laughs> yellow card, emo, indeed. Uh, you me at six. Emily, I think I put this one on here for you. Maybe. I don't know. I thought know. I did. The edit history on this document is absolutely ridiculous. So I don't think I want to go back and look. Well, well, Yumi at six is phenomenal. Oh, they're, they're what I like to consider is uh, what I call Euro- uh, not European, UK cartel, because they're <laughs> very similar to cartel, oh, okay. but uh, just from the UK. But Jaws on the Floor, Lover Boy, they did a song with Ali Sykes, Bite My Tongue. Mm. Um, I love to stay with me. Yeah. They, yeah, they also do a lot of slowed down, sad stuff. And they just came out with two new songs that are both very good. Mm. Yes, Beautiful Way and Make Me Feel Alive. Yeah, Beautiful Way ones? made it to my playlist, so that's how I know it's good. Well, if it made it to the Jake <laughs> Ruthier playlist, you, I mean, <laughs> you know. You, did you say Matchbook Romance? Match, ma- oh, Matchbook Romance. I forgot about them. Mm-hmm. Monsters. Yeah. Matchbook, Matchbook Romance, one of the, first of all, I can't, I can't wait until we have you guys back for the Guitar Hero 3 episode, where oh, man. we rank our favorite songs on Guitar Hero 3, which I believe Matchbook Romance was a bonus song on that. It was a bonus song on that. No, it's Matchbook Romance, I know that. Confer- it's Matchbook Romance, right? It is Matchbook Romance. Thank you. I am, I am vindicated by a Motor City soundtrack because I got Matchbook Romance right. Yeah, you're good, you're good. Now, I, thought I, I, would, I would pay to see a cover band that was called Matchbox 20 Romance, where it was all Matchbox uh, 20 and Matchbook Romance. Just that would be great. Both those bands. Uh, I do love Monsters. That spidery riff at the beginning is incredible. It's so good. Oh, it's such a good song. I might have to pop that on my next playlist, too. That's a great That's song. That's a good running song. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, such a good song. Good pull. Emily with a couple of great pulls here on the fly. Matchbook Romance well, um, and this Providence. Oh, wait, wait. How about this actually is, will will fit, uh, The Spill Canvas. <gasps> the Spill oh, Canvas? Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah, I thought you said the, the Spoke canvas. canvas, and I'm like, are they from Washington State? Was that, did they have All Over You? Was that them? Yeah. Yeah. It is All Over You. And Polygraph Now. Yeah. Um, all Over You. Not Over You. It's uh, such a fucking good jam. Of all time. Uh, another great, and the last one that's on this list, unless we think of other stragglers, but we have 303. This is for the Which, 303 is maybe one of the most inappropriate bands on this list they got a lot of interesting lyrics uh, they're great just listen to uh don't trust me which is uh got, got some interesting lyrics to it uh, <laughs> i i love don't trust me personally i love double vision you gotta go off of the um i see no vitals on your oh, ekg yeah. Dan, um, really good. the dance um this is they were also kind of in the scene. Mm. Yeah, definitely. That song, My First Kiss with Kesha. Yes. Oh my god, dude. Oh. And then Katy Perry on Starstruck. That's right. <laughs> Katy Perry was on Warped Tour. Both of these guys are on Warped Tour, so they get the pass. They, they, play, the they were like a staple on Warped Tour every year, and I don't know why, but I still saw them every time. 
I'm gonna yeah, say it. I think 303 made Stunner Shades cool for our generation, roughly around like eighth to ninth, eight, seventh to eighth grade. Made what? Stunner Shades, the shades where they're like oh, yeah. brick. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you didn't have those, like, did you even go to middle school? Yeah. Yeah. This you, is. Yeah. Oh this my is, god. This is one of those one of those band names I might have to hide from my parents, like when I was in like early years of high school. And it was like, if they saw Punk Bitch on iTunes, they probably wouldn't have been cool about I saw that. them twice, and they were great both times. I saw them at Lupo's, and I saw them in um, Boston at House of Blues. Mm. Oh, dang. I saw them at work at, like, Trampled. They give a good show. I've never, I've never actually seen 303, I don't think. Lots of energy. <laughs> when they play Don't Trust Me and everyone is singing, it's just, like, it's such a moment. Yeah. I gotta say, one of my... Uh, ex- excuse, excuse the blue language, but one of my favorite lines from any band on this list is, "I'm a vegetarian, so I ain't fucking scared of him." Tell your yeah. boyfriend if he says he has beef that I'm a vegetarian. I ain't scared of him. That's such a good line. Oh, it's so. And also, like when you're like when you're like 13 or 14, you sing that line to yourself. You're like, "I'm such a badass." Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Um. So I will ask again, as we did with the first half of this show. Uh, starting with you, Olivia, going Jake, then Emily, then me, if you could see one of the bands from this half of the episode uh, as their full version, live, which band would it be? So, Olivia, we'll start with you. See, well, this is what I said last time by accident, but Panic at the Disco, 100%. All right, Jake? Uh, Mine, of course, little caveat. It's got to be My Chemical Romance, but only Black, Parade and backwards era. Okay. All right. So Olivia says Panic at the Disco. You said Michael Romance. I think I know what Emily's going to say. What am I going to say? Are you going to say Paramore? No, because no. I saw them. Okay. That's right. Oh, wow. What a flex. <laughs> no, um, I already did see them live. No, I probably would go with Panic at the Disco, too. Okay. Back uh, in that phase. I would say Paramore is a close second. And uh, damn, it's so tough because I really do love all three of them, but... I have to go Panic. I mean, if I could see Panic at like at that live Chicago show where they after their first two albums, that would have been absolutely thrilling if I could see them live. Um, so yeah. So something I do every year, at least once a year, is I watch. They did a live playthrough front to back of a Fever You Can't Sweat Out in 2009, and you can find it on YouTube. It's like an hour and 45 minutes long, and they have a full like s cabaret show with it too. Wow, I'm it's, definitely gonna check perfect. it out. You need to watch it. At least once a year. It's like Christmas. Because it is... Yeah, I, like I said, it is... I think it's my third favorite album of all time. Only behind Rumors and Purple Rain, which are two, obviously, perfect albums. Um, Correct. But that actually brings me to an interesting question. I know it's like asking you to pick a favorite child, but encompassing all the groups we've discussed over these two episodes, do you have a favorite emo album? Oof. That's hard. Jake coming in with the hardest questions. <laughs> I mean, we all know what my answer is. I just gave it. Um, well, yes. That would be it. Mm. Bad dog. So between the two lists? Or yeah, just between list? any of these bands. Yeah. A to Z. Or A to 303. That's impossible. Um... I gotta do this. It's tough. I know it's tough. 
I think it's, it's got to be the Wonder Years, the greatest generation. Wow. Okay. Emily, you have anything? No. All we know is yeah. calling? No. Take This to Your Grave? Take This to Your Grave is Take a close second Take This to Your Grave is... I do love that album. Might be. Um, actually, you know what? I'll go with that. That's that's a really good album. Where is your boy tonight? I hope he is a gentleman. Olivia? The only person hasn't answered yet. Let me guess. Is it is it Dookie, Olivia? Um. Yeah, you know... Yeah. Okay, that's what I figured. Um, <laughs> already know. <laughs> and then my last question, because I'm assuming it'll be down to these four, um, but who is your favorite emo front person? Haley Williams. Ooh. I gotta, yeah. I gotta go with Brendan Urie. I gotta go with him. Is, uh-huh. I would say Haley is second though. I have to say Haley or Avril. Mm. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. God, yeah. God bless Gerard Way though. Shout out Gerard Way. Yeah. God bless him. <laughs> He, that dude always gave 100%. Always gives 100% because they're still touring. Um, um, yeah. I think a day, uh, Jeremy from a day to remember. Oh, okay. Mm. I like that. Oh, yes. I like that. Um, he's, I've seen day to remember a few times. He's really good. That's that's a good pick. For sure. Oh, dear God. All right, great. Touchdown. Fantastic. Um, Sorry, I got distracted there for a second. What was it? <laughs> what was it? Uh, I don't, I don't think it was Andrews. Maybe not. I think it just oh, says Nick Boyle. Oh, it was Nick Boyle. Emily, Emily had the. Uh, it was the other tight end, unfortunately. Um. Anyway, with that being said, uh, that does it for our two episode breakdown of emo bands. Uh, first off, Emily, thank you for joining us. Where can we find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Emma underscore Lee underscore. Perfect. Uh, Jake, where can we find you? You can find me listening to all these because my fantasy game is on the poo-poo, but at Forgettable Tweets on Twitter and plugging my Spotify, Jake Ruthier on Spotify. Check them out. If you want to listen to anything emo or pop punk, I'm sure Jake's got you covered. Uh, And Olivia, where can we find you? Yes, also Twitter, Olivia Peralt, also Spotify. Perfect. Well, I'm at Jacob underscore Morocco, the podcast, SCSL podcast on Twitter. You can find us. Uh, we're distributed by Anchor. We're on Spotify, iTunes, all those fun ones, Google Podcasts, all that fun stuff. Uh, and uh, we got this episode next week. We are starting with our uh, horror movie uh, drafts of the of the month of October. It'll be a fun time. Uh, Olivia will be on for us at, on with us at some point in that month, so I'll be interested to see what, uh, what, what decade we end up doing with Olivia. But until yeah. then, uh, have a happy early start to October. Happy fall. Everybody enjoy the nice weather and we'll uh, go, go listen to some email music.